0: Merry Christmas, people. How are you? And uh, I think it's time for a Christmas sermon. Yeah, that might sound tragic and boring to some of you, but I think, man, if we needed the Christmas story, now is the time, right? So let's finish out 2020 with a Christmas sermon on this humble little podcast. I made some notes, man. 2020, huh? What a year. <laughs> I I made um like a timeline. My goodness. We started out 2020 with wildfires right down in Australia and things were just going crazy. We had some things happen in February that were, I guess less remarkable-ish. And then t- March happened, and then the pandemic hit the world. Oh, And that also brought with it its own social dilemmas. This year we've had super divisive politics. We've had racism and riots and social isolation and depression and anxiety and wearing masks and arguing with people about whether or not we should or should not wear masks. And then there are other people <laughs> that are putting diamonds in their mask. And it's like, oh my goodness, now masks have a social status affixed to them. Gucci is probably making masks. I have no idea. I should look that up at some point. But man, it's as though this year we had... in either personal ways or in public ways. It's like we had one catastrophe after another. And I'm going to sound just like everyone else in the world. Oh man, we need 2020 to be done, don't we? (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. It feels like uh, this year is unlike any other year that came before it. But, well, it it is and it isn't, right? It's both at the same time different and the same from every year ahead of it. Every single year we have what seems like actually personal or public catastrophes, right? The particulars of this past year, though, have been pretty unique, right? Right? specific things. I I went to a few uh, demonstrations. I went to a few, I even spoke at one of them. That was kind of fun. Fun's not the right word. But this year had so many unique things happen in it that the particulars were different, but the themes were still the same. We're still dealing with uh, joy and sadness and Connection and disconnection, celebration and struggle. I mean, these things every generation has dealt with. So we have to look at 2020. It's been completely unique and completely the same, right? So let's hold those two truths together at the same time. This year has been exactly the same and yet perfectly different from every other year ahead of it. I was making a a conversation with someone yesterday. I said, yeah, it certainly feels as though 2020 has been an apocalyptic year. And he gave this quizzical look, and I said, well, yeah, for some of us, it felt like the world has absolutely been crumbling and falling apart. The stars have been falling from the sky But I said it's apocalyptic in that it's been quite revealing. And that's what the word really means. Something's apocalyptic if it changes your world because it reveals something that's been concealed for a long time. So yeah, this year, I think it has absolutely been a year of apocalyptic catastrophes. Oh. It's been a lot of revealing, right? And perhaps very revealing about the things we didn't know that we were even concealing. I know apparently cases went up all across about people wanting to go to counseling. I heard divorce has gone up. People have been having difficulties at work with jobs and with family being at home all the time. But this year has definitely been apocalyptic. And maybe that's why it's a good time to talk about Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Well, why? Because Christ was born into a world of catastrophes, personal and public, one after another, just like what we had this year. Our year and the year that Christ was born are exactly the same and yet completely different. But man, Christ came into this same exact world. And so when we look at the Christmas story, or at least how I I see it, I see that The text says that the world was full of catastrophes. Herod is killing all the babies in Nazareth who are under two. He's terrified of his reign being overtaken. There's people from outside of the religious tribe of the Jewish people are starting to see and visit and give gold, frankincense, and myrrh to the Christ. The world was just having a difficult time then too. But it was into that world of catastrophe that the Christ being born was a catastrophe, E-U. Put, put it at the front of the word catastrophe. This word comes from Tolkien, who, who talks about catastrophes are like sudden disruptive events of darkness and chaos, right? That's a catastrophe. Well... A eucatastrophe is the positive version of that, a sudden, disruptive, inbreaking of light and life. That's the Christmas story. It's a eucatastrophe that Christ was born into this world of darkness and chaos. Now, we actually think Jesus was probably born at a different time of the year, not in what we call December. Chances are he was probably born at some point in the spring, maybe early summer. But it makes sense to symbolically remember the birth of Jesus at the darkest time of this year. So, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, around the 22nd, that's about when we have the winter solstice, the greatest amount of darkness happens. Because of the sunlight and the tilt of the earth, daylight is the shortest ever, but about three days after that, you start to notice that the days are getting longer, and that matches up with December 25th, but you know, it also goes back, there's something fascinating with three days, huh? But the Christmas story is probably rightfully celebrated at this time, yeah, in convergence with the, the winter solstice. But but light was light has always been born in darkness, right? Light is like a, a sudden spear that pierces out from the darkness. This is the Christmas story in poetic form, I guess you could say. Light has always been born in darkness. And the the Christian faith as I understand it, is hopeful because it says that the ministry of God, yeah, I I like that phrase, has always been the same. It's always been about making light shine in dark situations. In the beginning, in Genesis 1, God says, let there be light and the light bursts forth out of the chaotic darkness. Isn't that good? And then it happens again, the Christmas story, when light is born in darkness. And then it happens again, at least as Paul says it, that the same God who said, let there be light, made the light of Christ shine in our hearts, that in the darkness of within us, light is born and it pierces forth like a spear of holiness and hope. Oh, that's so good, right? The Christmas story. Yes. Uh, Survival is hard. This year has been difficult for that reason, right? It's everything. Going to the grocery store has all of a sudden got this hint of, I could get COVID there, right? So all of a sudden, the grocery store has got a lethal element to it. I get it. Survival's hard. Some of us are maybe more superstitious than we were at the beginning of the year, right? Some of us maybe want someone to come and take away all the problems, somebody that can be the grand leader that we think we need, right? Some of us just want a world to feel orderly again, right? And not just have chaos every 24-hour news cycle, right? It's like, can we please just have some peace and order for some duration of time? Some of us maybe wish that the world could just be more rational and we could we could have gotten through 2020 more easily if everybody would just think better or more scientifically. That That's true, maybe. Because let's be honest, a lot of us have been reactive this year. And of course... Some of us maybe lament that the world is, well, it certainly still has racism and sexism and classism. And a lot of us lament that that world that's free of those things doesn't exist yet. At least not everywhere. But some of us, despite all of those things, uh, some of us, know that these things are just the birth pangs of a new world just before its advent. It's just around the corner. That light isn't just coming, it's already here and pushing the darkness back. Jesus is the God with us, and the kingdom of God is already among us. So, yeah, the Christmas story is true. And in theology, we like to say that the Christmas story is about the incarnation. It's about God coming in carne, which like into the flesh. God becomes flesh at the Christmas time. And in classical theology, we say that is the incarnation with a capital I. Well, We help to make the Christmas story true, not just, get this, not just by celebrating the incarnation with a capital I, but by embodying Christmas with a lowercase I in our very selves. That you and I can be an embodiment of the fullness of God. Now, some some people might think that's a little pushing the boundaries. We say in Philippians 2 that the fullness of God was pleased to dwell in Jesus. Well, in Ephesians 3, Paul says that he prays that the fullness of God dwells in us. There's an incarnational principle to you and I being light born into chaotic worlds just like Jesus. Now, I said with a capital I for Christ because that's the important one. And because Christ did that, we have the mystery of doing it with ourselves as well. The Christmas story is supposed to be the greatest positive catastrophe and pyramid scheme for all of the world. That light was born into darkness and it's pushing back the darkness and the chaos with just light and life and love. And that is the Christmas story. So this coming year, in 2021... Do not give in to despair and wait for light to shine from someone else. Be the light that shines in each other's darkness. Yes, once upon a time there was an incarnation of God in the little town of Bethlehem. And we celebrate that at this time of year. But may you yourself be an incarnation of God with a lowercase i. We don't just celebrate Christmas, we repeat it. And by repeating it, we not only prove that it was once true, we prove that it is true in every generation and in every person. I know 2020 was difficult, but it revealed a lot to us. And maybe one of the things that it showed, showed us was the privilege and the honor and the necessity of each of us to be light and life and love to one another. I don't know how else to finish this. I'm kind of tired. (laughs) It's been quite a year, but it's also been quite a month for me personally. But let's just maybe finish with this. A final benediction for 2020. May you, the listener... With gravitas and humilitas and hilaritas, I like that. With gravity and humility and and, and hilarity, may you and your very self make the Christmas story not only true once, but true today and by you and I, each being our own little incarnation of Christ in this world now. May light and life and love be with you. Pay it forward. And, oh, I love saying this, may you be like Scrooge (laughs) at the end of the story. When this guy goes around and he just pours himself out, in extravagant and beautiful ways. Be like Scrooge, who at the end of the story was very much like Christ. May grace and peace be with you. Merry Christmas, and we will see you in 2021.